bringing their problems to me for as long as I can remember. I have one of those faces that just says, tell me what's going on. And now I have one of those podcasts that says, go ahead, tell me what's going on. Welcome to Mess in Progress. Hey guys, and welcome to Mess in Progress with myself, Gina Brion, and the lovely and talented and wonderful Catherine G. Mendoza. That was my jazz radio voice. I know. That's pretty good, right? <laughs> Catherine G. Mendoza. like, good evening, everybody. <laughs> good evening, everybody. And on tonight's show, we have Catherine Mendoza. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> they play you. that... Um, that kind of like station in my therapist's office Ugh. and every time i'm sitting in his office i'm like i just want to fall asleep like i could fall asleep to smooth yes. jazz stations yes. just just the the voice of the person talking is just like listen as i get older an easy listening station yeah. i love that the words in itself easy easy listening. i want everything easy easy make it easy all the other stations should be called difficult listening you, stations you too much Station. Extra. You <laughs> mad extra. Extra listening. <laughs> extra listening on this station. You got to do extra listening and yep. it's going to be hard on your ears. No, I like it easy. I like it easy. Yes. A nice easy yes. station yes. that you can fall asleep to. What is it? I think there's um, for a problem. You remember Mary, Light FM? Easy. Slow. Yeah. Light FM? You remember. Like mm. it don't exist. I know Light FM is still around, but like when I was, even when I was younger, I yeah. used to mess with Light FM. Yeah, you know? that's light. L I T E. That's right. Yep. That's right, son. <laughs> light. T E. <laughs> that's how they got down, son. <laughs> Not like, like loose, no, but light. light. It was it so light. light, they had to keep the spelling <laughs> light. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep this mad light, everybody. Yo, yo. That was my favorite choice, yo. Same, yo. Catherine, I hear you. <laughs> you went through a traumatic experience we were talking about earlier. I did. I did. Okay, so my job <laughs> um, is located at a WeWork. Um, I don't know if, any, if anybody doesn't know what a WeWork is, but WeWork is a shared um, office space. So my, off, my, my company actually has three different office spaces in a mm. WeWork um, facility. Right. So we have three spaces on one floor and we have a whole bunch of companies that are also on that floor. I did not realize that, by the way, I did not realize companies could just have their space at a WeWork. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's I mean, it, it's a double edged sword. Right. Because on one end, there's the possibility of meeting whoever because yeah. there's now, mind you, there's different companies on different floors, too. I'm on the fourth floor, but there's third floor, this fifth floor. I'm convinced in my building, all the cute guys are on the seventh floor. Me and all the girls in my, my company say it. All the cute guys. But that means that the bathroom is also a shared space. So, you know, like when you work at a company where everybody knows who's who there. Where you everybody knows, knows your, your name. name. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Um, <laughs> for some reason, it's become a banjo to yeah. me. I was like, bang, yeah, bang, 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 bang. I was like, wow, Catherine really hit us with the remix. Okay. <laughs> All right, cat with the remix of the Cheers theme song. This is, this is Mumford's version. <laughs> oh, okay. You really, uh, really made this interesting. Yep. Um. So I went to the, I went into the bathroom, you know, and I did it, I did it to myself because I did it right after lunchtime. So we all know that there's like an there's like an hour after like one o'clock where of course everybody's going to the bathroom. So the bathroom's a little bit um funky around that time, but. But there's the poop funk, there's the pee funk, yeah. and you just kind of get over that. But I walked into the bathroom today, oh the stall, because oh there's boy. a few stalls, right? And I smell straight coochie. 
Wow. Cooch, cooch, cooch galore. This is traumatic. Me hago. It well, choked yeah, of course. me, yo. It like hit me, yo. But Do you know how long it takes for you as a woman? Men don't have to deal with this. Because I even thought about it while I was dying. I thought. While, while you were dying. <laughs> yes. I were. thought. Men don't have to deal with this. Because this is the thing. Most men don't go into the stall. We have to go into the stall. Right? We don't have urinals. So we have to go in there. So I had no option. At this point, I didn't smell it the minute I walked in. It wasn't that type of smell. No. This coochie smell went, hoo ha. And that shit like hit me out of nowhere. It I hit was already... you with the Pacino? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that joy hit you with the straight up out Pacino? <laughs> hey, <laughs> wow. Yes. At this point, I'm already mid squat. What you do? You pick up your pants and then you go? No. I'm about to pee. So I had to deal with it. Like, I really had to deal with it. So I had to process it. And then I thought, like, men don't smell other men. In that, in like that area. I, they, I bet they smell bo, just like we B. end up o smelling is bo. Different, I but know I'm it's talking different. coochie. Yeah, I don't know if there's a wang smell. <laughs> I don't know it, if there's a dirty wang smell. That I you don't can know. Smell. I I haven't. <laughs> please have let us know later on, <laughs> guys. If you're listening, let us know if there's is a wang there smell. A wang smell. Do you smell it in the urinals? But they don't because there's also the the urinal. The, you know they the do urinal a, cake. No, that they, they put do, in there. Yes, but they also do a urinal apart. Yeah. So they they don't stand right next to each other unless absolutely necessary. You know so, a lot of men's bathroom rules, Catherine. I've seen memes. Uh huh. <laughs> sure. I saw a meme and it had two it had two pictures of urinals, right? It had like six urinals, and then it said what women see, and it showed all six, and then it said what men see, and then it had one urinal, uh, uh, LGBTQI flag and then it had another men's urinal and that because think about it men see this is where you stand if you stand too close to me it's gay if this is where yeah. you st that's how men see it right so you don't stand close enough to smell it and by the time he walks away it doesn't linger in there i don't we're even know if there is a smell i honestly don't know if there's a wang smell right but we're in stalls yeah so yes that happens. The joint does get contained, honestly. And this is not a regular stall. This is not like a, a stall. No, we got a whole door. This it's stall door. is like an apartment. Yes. It is like a tiny apartment. It, the WeWork space that I'm in is literally a room in itself. Tell them they need to start putting poopery and Febreze up in there. They, I don't know what they need in there. No, what we need is the individualized, you know, when you can like turn the like the uh, the, the, the fan, fan on. Yeah. Yes. Suck that stank out. But I couldn't. Here's the thing. I What it made me think when I left was, I don't think she intentionally meant to do that to me. Well, of course not. I don't think anybody is intentionally meaning to I leave their like, funk behind. Have I, I don't, I'm not a stinky person, but have I ever done this to a woman? Well, it's also like, you don't, if, you, if you're leaving the gym or whatever, sometimes in the girls' locker room in the gym, you just be like, damn, boo, that was a hard workout, huh? Woo. The funk, yeah. The funk is real, son. Yes. And no. it's just, you can't protect yourself from it. I'm not good with stinky people in general. I'm not good with oh, B.O. I'm not good with any kind of strong smell. That joint makes me so sick, especially now. Like, I am pregnant, and my new superpower is I smell everything amazing. Welcome <laughs> like, to my world. Yes. Everything I smell, I'm like, wait, that's, what's that? I can smell it from miles away. I uh -huh. just have a sensitive, I, my smell is so sensitive now. Yeah. So when I'm around stinky people, it's even worse now. Yeah. It's even, I can smell B.O. When we went into the thing, the the taco place to get our food. The fish. Woo, that my, joint. My sense of smell has always been, like I could smell um, new jeans. Yeah. Like that's how much, 
earlier. But it's also ingrained in me because when I was younger, if I stunk, my mom oh, yeah. right away would be like, you stink, get in the shower. Like yep. there was no there was no way for me to smell. Right. Because it was like, if you smell bad in any way, because yeah. my mom's sense of smell was so sensitive, yeah. she'd be like, get in the shower right now. She's yeah. like, you smell disgusting, get in the shower. My mom was exactly the same way, except it wasn't only that. Like it could be in the morning. She'd be like, you didn't brush your teeth. Her thing was, no te lavaste la boca. Go. Yeah. And I'll be like, how did you know? But I did Because your breath is kicking, <laughs> no. son. That's but I why. wouldn't be even near her. That's how kicking your breath Yo, was, she son. would just like give me my plate of food and then be like, no te lavaste la boca. Go. And I'll yeah. be like, how did you find? Yeah. Like, but that's crazy. I have the same thing. So, yes, I was attacked by, by coochie so smell. sorry. Catherine. No, it was hard. It was traumatizing. It's so traumatizing. It was traumatizing. I can tell from the way you awfully described that story, which I will have nightmares of. You're welcome. I do welcome. <laughs> Speaking of nightmares, my transitions are flawless. 100%. Uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, now that I'm pregnant, I'm threatening everybody with styes. Every time they, they don't, <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'll give you a sty, son. Yo, I forgot that's a, like, that's, that's a, a thing. thing. That's yeah. a thing. It's a myth, though. It's a myth, but it's still, like, I will threaten you with a sty, son, because you never know. See, but do you know what the myth is? No. The myth is if a, if a pregnant woman is having a craving and you deny her what she wants, then you are, like, supposed to get a sty. Oh, dang, I'm going to give myself a sty because I keep yeah, talking be, myself out of meals. Like, like what? don't do that. No, but here's the thing. Um, that's like the myth when I like Googled it because mm-hmm. I did my research. You're so good. I know. I'm a producer. <laughs> You're um, so good. But growing up, I heard um, that it was if you had a bad thought about a, a pregnant woman. That's really? what I had heard. Yeah, because like I remember the first time I, I heard it, somebody, oh, 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 my sister I think my one sister. of her, my sister. No, you just changed personality. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. You became Jamaican for a second. And then you went, my sister. My sister or like a friend. Somebody was talking about some girl who lived in my building. And then somebody else said, yo, don't talk bad about her because you know she pregnant. You're going to get a sty. And that was the first time I heard of it. And I was like, but why would you get a sty? And they were like, because you're not supposed to talk bad or wish bad on a, a pregnant, pregnant woman. woman. So I'm doling out. I'm giving out everybody's styes, son. Style. Say anything, Style. son. Say that. Look at me the wrong way. Style. Somebody comments a hateful comment on my Instagram. Style. Style. That's all you need to comment back. Yeah. Style. Welcome to your new style life. <laughs> Welcome to your not able to remove style. Oh, my God. Welcome to your crusty eyes. Style. Yes. You're welcome for your crusty eyes, son. Enjoy Ye- that style. Yo, styes are nasty. My they sister really used are. to get styles. Talked a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I dated a guy who got a, a sty that we didn't we could not figure out where the hell it came from. Well, styes actually are well, I could be wrong, but some somebody correct me. I did once hear that like medically what it is is that um you know how our uh we have the, the eyelash follicles mm-hmm. like those? It just has dirt in it. And so that because it's not supposed to have dirt, that's supposed to grow hair, um, apparently that's why it grows out like that. Because yeah. it's it's um clogged. Again, I could be wrong. Yeah. All of these could be myths. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. This the is the mystery what I do. of the sty. The sty but you're about to get a sty if you're thinking anything yes. bad about Gina. Right now, son. All my haters is getting styes right now, son. I mean, but if you're listening, you a hater. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Oh my god, you a hater and you listen. Oh my god. You you're a so lawyer hater. You <laughs> a lawyer hater. What a lawyer hater you are. A lawyer I, hater. A lawyer hater. <laughs> I'm a lawyer hater. <laughs> 
I hope it's true so I can start <laughs> just giving people styes. I wish you could give someone a style by saying it. Yeah. Style. <laughs> like, you even, and then it pops style. up. So, nah, I don't your even eyeball want looks pregnant. I don't even want it to pop up. But that's why they say it because your eyeball looks pregnant. Yeah. Damn. Your eyeball looks pregnant. Got a little pregnant bump, yo. Damn, yo. I got a little belly. My belly's kind of showing now. You do. Yo, yeah. after we had lunch, like, I really wanted to stick up my belly. But the thing is that when you're not pregnant, it's not socially acceptable to yo, do that. Yo, I was sticking but up my belly did. like crazy, She not only son. stuck out her belly, but then she rubbed it. I was it. rubbing my belly, And I was too, like, son. really? I ain't got no shame. I sat there sticking you my belly out. You don't need shame. Nope. You have the excuse, the ultimate excuse. That's the best thing about being pregnant, son. Just stick, stick my belly out. I ain't got to suck it in no more, son. Yo, no. No, like I just I'll be like, ah, look at all you hoes I'm sucking a, your stomach I'm in a picture. I'm about to hold my belly with my right hand and just like when people come like you're pregnant. Nah. With a burrito. <laughs> That's what I'm <laughs> pregnant with. I'm having a baby burrito in about a half hour, son. <laughs> I don't know if you want to be there for the birth though. You don't want to go into that. You stuff. might want to stay away from this uh from this birth. <laughs> That's one of the cool things about being pregnant though, is that like like I can't suck in my stomach son like yeah. it is there no no there is none like if anything you know like um any women that wear fajas or like um corsets during their it's not about looking skinnier it's about back support yeah because there is a point where you you know where the pressure may be too much for mm -hmm. your spine so that's the only way but honestly this is the best nine months of your life to like never have to worry about looking skinny yeah <laughs> like honestly it's like i mean and i'm still going to the gym i'm still working out i'm still trying to yeah. you know stay in shape so that i don't gain too much weight with the pregnancy because that was my biggest fear that i was going to gain too much weight because then you you have a higher chance of getting gestational diabetes and like all these other issues mm -hmm. so just being on top of going to the gym and also being on top of what i'm eating as much as i can like without being too strict with myself but still being on top of myself like it's just like sometimes i gotta talk those little womb terrorists out of certain <laughs> things like my, my man's is, is three in the morning i'm not going to get french toast like it's not happening son like i'm staying in bed i will drink water you're gonna be all right <laughs> we will maybe get french toast in the morning but i'm not doing it right now my man yep like just negotiating with my body like look i will give you this if you just let me rest right now Aww. Because you do have to stay on top because I also that myth of like you're eating for two. Yeah. No, you're actually not. Everybody right. loves to tell you that you're eating for two. No, the baby is getting whatever nutrition you put in your body. Yes. And yes, do you need a little more calories? Yeah. It's recommended like maybe 200 more calories. Once they're more formed. Yes. Yes. Because your body is doing extra work. You're right. carrying extra weight. But people use that excuse of like, oh, I'm eating for two. And then they legit eat for two. And those are the women that end up gaining so Man, much wait. weight during yeah. their pregnancy. Well, because the thing is that girl, like you still holding that weight, that baby popped out. But that baby was like, yo, I ain't had nothing to do with all yeah. the rest of it. That extra 50 pounds was on this hoe. Like on that you. wasn't, don't I was only seven pounds. Yeah, don't blame me. <laughs> I was only seven of those pounds. I don't know where the other stuff came from. No? So it's like, I'm trying because I know my. I'm already a big eater. I already love food. Yeah. So trying to be on top of that and working with my trainer and trying to say, like, I'm, at, I'm training in, like, Muay Thai and strength training, like, two times a week. Mm -hmm. And we've already mapped out a plan for further along I get. There's going to be stuff that I won't be able to do anymore. And at, at some point, we'll have to do super, like, low energy, low impact or, like, you mm -hmm. know, kind of workouts just so I'm still moving. I'm still burning some calories. But the bigger I get, the harder it's going to be for me to carry that weight. And yeah. do what I like. I see some pregnant chicks running, or I saw an ad with some pregnant chick running, and I was like, "Are you 
out of your mind. Well, I think that if you were a very, like if you were already a runner. Yeah. And you already had that body. But just knowing when I even semi run. Yeah. I feel the pressure of my belly moving. But that's. And it's so uncomfortable. But that's what I'm saying. Runners, like actual runners, yeah. runners. They already, their body is already conditioned to that. So they don't have that issue, right? So that's why it doesn't make sense. I mean, it, it totally makes sense to me when people be like, oh, their body got snatched again. No, they kept, you know the way you're keeping up yeah. with your stuff? They kept up with that. So they really just gained the weight that they needed to gain. And then when they were allowed to exercise again, yeah. they went right back to their routine. So what they're, yeah, I'm sure that it's heavier on them so they can't go well, as fast right, yeah. of a pace but they can still do a I just job i'm feeling mad uncomfortable now just i'll be like damn son your belly is moving so that makes me uncomfortable like make me feel nauseous oh my god you know what i think is the worst i mean i wouldn't know but um when women talk about the when they laying down like right at the end yeah and that they feel like they're basically being suffocated yeah that's because you gotta lie on your side yes 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 that's the thing like i can't at this point, I don't feel like I'm being suffocated. Like, the baby's too small for that right now. Yeah. But, like, on my side, I sleep a lot better. Yeah. And it's supposed to be because circulation, blood circulation is going to the baby, and it, it just makes it easier. So if you sleep on your left side, they say sleep on your left side because there's a certain uh, vein that's exposed when you're sleeping on your left side that just brings more blood to the, to the baby. Yeah. But, you know, every now and then, like... I be wanting to lay on my back or lay on my right side. Well, that's just condition. You're like used yeah. to that. Um, I think so. Like you, instinctually, no, if I'm in the bed, I've been sleeping on the couch because if I'm in the bed, I want to lay on my back. But you know what you might need? Do you like cuddling? I do. Yeah, I have a little um plushy toy that no, I cuddle with. No, you need a body <laughs> pillow, like the big long ones. Yeah. I don't know one woman who wasn't pregnant who doesn't love those. Here's the thing: even men love those. Because when when you stop being pregnant, I know so many guys who after the woman stops being pregnant, they end up taking. Oh, he's gonna jack my pillow without a doubt. My husband would jack my body pillow. One hundred percent. Without a doubt, he would do that joint. Like, cause he already likes to like he'll sleep and he'll hold pillows and he'll move around and he'll readjust. Like, I've never met a man that moves more in his sleep than my husband. (laughs) You would swear this man is possessed. Like he moves like literally. It's almost like he sits up, turns around. Like it is insane yeah how much he moves in his sleep well the good thing is that the body pillow is going to become a barrier between you two yeah because if you put it right in between here's the thing nah, he's gonna steal it son he's gonna, totally gonna steal i'm not gonna it. let him steal my pillow but the reason why women like the body, get pillow, your own body pillow is because you get to put your at a certain point your belly on it yeah right you get to hug it but then also get to put your belly so your belly has that support yeah because a lot of the issue becomes the space between your belly and the and the mattress so you need that body pillow. I don't Which think you're there yet, but like you need it. How? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm low key still like self conscious because I'm showing. Yeah. A little bit more now, so it's like outfits are harder to figure out. Yeah. Because it's like I don't want to OD. Like if I wear certain maternity clothes, I look hella pregnant. You know what sucks? That I mean, not sucks, but um, you are part of the type of the women who are being who are pregnant in the winter. Yeah. Because if you would have been pregnant in the summer, dresses. Yeah, well, my baby's due in July. Right, so but you're going to go in, you're going yeah. winter too. summer. I will have a nice little, hopefully, spring experience 
for the for the bigger end like the end yeah yes. which will be nice so but, i won't it won't be like a full-on summer baby oh yeah because a full-on summer baby man this humidity would kill me oh my god yeah, yeah. no but here's the thing you are gonna have the worst of it in the humidity think about it because you're you're in july well yeah humidity starts to hit after after my birthday which is the 24th of june Shout and so, out to Catherine. Yeah, yeah shout out to me. You want to give me gifts? I, I send you my Venmo. June 24th, son. June 24th, June 24th is Catherine's though. birthday. Wish Cancer her happy birthday. Season. Send her stuff. <laughs> right, we're in January. I'm already like prepared. 32nd Prepare birthday. Yourself. It's a big birthday. All of them are big birthdays. Because it's me. It's me. Happy birthday, me. Happy birthday to Catherine. Yeah. But yeah, I'll be, I'll be giving birth around the middle of july july so no i'm telling you you're gonna go through the worst of it during the like not the hottest of summer but to me june is not the hottest in new york city it's july yeah. july and august is when you really feel that july heat. is pretty brutal july is pretty yeah. it can be it, it, it it's hit or miss august i'm sorry august is a horrible month august is unbearable yes. a lot of times in new york it's just unbearably yeah. hot yeah the subways are sticky and gross it's just it's not, it, no bueno. So Sorry, all guys. I'm going to say at that point is invest in an AC. Oh, yeah, we have one. Yeah. We have one for sure. But, like, I think my thing is, like, depending on how I want to do this birth, son, because I'm not going to lie to you, I'm caught between C-section and natural birth, and I go back and forth all the time. Would you do the the water birth? You know what? After talking to Jenna, because Jenna was like, you know, she she don't she don't want kids. She's like, I don't want kids. Yeah, but like neither. when she looked into it, water birth makes sense. Water birth makes sense. Well, because you're natu they naturally are already in water. Yeah, it's supposed to be easier on your body. It's supposed to be less traumatic for the baby. Yeah, I would. Yeah, but you need a doula. Exactly. Yes. The only thing is like like I would do it legit. I would do it if they did it in a hospital. I'm not even playing. Like, no, I that's know a thing. Like, if, yeah, if they did an hospital, I would definitely 100% consider no, a water birth. No, because you need birth. to be in proximity of, yeah. like, if there are complications. Exactly. I totally that. That would be that. my only thing is, like, I'm not doing this at home with just a doula no. and my husband. I'm so sorry. No way. No, it's beautiful. It's beautiful in theory. Yeah. But, like, if nah, something son. goes wrong and things can go wrong, I totally get that they I do. I want a doctor there, a physician to help. Well, to to to. To watch. Yeah, just in case something were to go wrong. That's what you should then be looking for in, like, your um, search for yeah. where, you well, know. Where I already found uh, my doctor or the doctor that I've, I really like this doctor's office that I yeah. went to. Because I'm not good with needles, y'all. Like, I'm terrible with needles. But especially um, getting any kind of blood work done, I've always been bad. Like, I used to cry. Like, it was bad. Like, up, in, up until my adult years, I would cry. Like, that's how much I hate blood work. Mm -hmm. And... When this, this was the best phlebotomist I ever had, man. I went to this doctor's office. She And she had to take all, not a lot, but, you know, they were running a bunch of tests. Yeah. So she was the, I told her, I was like, you're the best phlebotomist I've ever had. And she was like, every time you come here, you just ask for me. Because I get so nervous with needles. And this is all, I'm going to be a pin cushion for the next nine months. Yeah. They're going to constantly be testing me for yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I got to be ready for it. And when you find a good person like that, man, when you're bad with needles like me, like Jeremy's bad with needles too. My husband don't like needles either. But I feel like he's also the type to like man up, even if he don't like it. Mm -hmm. Like, man, I am, I'm a wuss when it comes to needles, son. Like, I don't like getting shots. I don't like specifically taking blood. Uh-uh, mm -mm, not for me. See, I don't like it, but like, I know that it gotta happen. Yeah. So, you know I don't like, like I know nurses and whomever, like whoever takes it, they know I don't like it because like right when they stick it in, I'm like, pause. 
Um, I'm like, um, you know that, like, oh, I I do that, and then that's it. But when I was younger, I was very much like that. Now I'm just kind of like, oh, I know this is going to hurt. But I'm I'm so aware of the fact that it's only going to hurt for a second. Well, the last time I, uh, they took blood from me, I mean, before I was pregnant, like this was like a, probably a year or two ago, I legit cried. Mm-hmm. But the nurse was also like, she didn't care that I was sensitive to oh, that no. stuff. She did not care. Well, see, this is the thing. For me, the importance is less about the fear or the, any of that. I did have one nurse who clearly didn't know what she was doing, that it bruised, like it literally, it, I think it, um, I'm not going to say it popped a vein, but it it did something to a vein because it bruised on the vein. Like it was really bad for a long time. Yeah. And I take a long time to heal. And after that, like I went to another nurse and like I think I had to go back for something. And they were like, oh, whoever did that, like botched it. Yeah. And that's why it hurt so much. I think that was in like my early 20s. So that's that doesn't help. Yeah. But I'm still like, for the most part, I've had pretty good like ner- trained nurses. I was surprised I didn't pass out. Like I was legit that scared about giving <sighs> blood. Like, I was like, I think I'm going to pass out. Like, the second they stick that needle in me, I'm going to be like, Hi, Santo. <laughs> Just, like, fall down. All ladylike. All pregnant ladylike. <laughs> oh, yes. Let's do this, Catherine. Let's talk about this. Because I think this is an interesting topic for us to delve into. Because we've both kind of been through this. I mean, I know I have. Uh-huh. So, this is a wire. They like this. Uh, I met a guy. Uh-huh. This is from uh, one of the fans. Met a guy and went out with him once. We had a great time. We went out two times after that, had more fun, and now he's ghosting me. Mm. What should I do? Here's the thing, son. (laughs) I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna level with you, son. (laughs) Nah, don't level. Let me give it to her real first. All right, go ahead, go ahead. I bet. So, you met a guy. Y'all went out once. All right, cool. He went out with you how many times? It seems like they went out like maybe three times, three or four times. Two or three times. Um, I bet. So you went out with him. He enjoyed your vibe. You enjoyed his. And then he asked you out again. You said two or three times. I'm going to count the first one. So I'm going to say three max. I don't know if it's three or four or two or three times. I. Whatever. So let's say four max. Four max. Here's the thing. I've been in this situation. He's ghosting you. And in my opinion, the fact is he's probably dating other people too. Right. And I've had that happen. The thing is that, though, when I had that happen, this is years ago, but when I had that happen, I was aware he was dating other people because we spoke about it in the two yeah. or three times. Now, I think at that time I had met him at a bar because this is like the early 2000s, mm-hmm. 2010s, right? Okay. Where now I don't have to ask you that because if I met you on Hinge, I'm going to assume you're also dating other people yeah. from the app. So it is likely he actually vibed with you, but he vibed with her more. And so that, not that he's ghosting you, but maybe he don't have balls to tell you like, yo, um, I was feeling you, but I was feeling shorty more. Yeah. Here's <laughs> some truth. He might come through. He might give you the, hey, big head. How you doing? Hey, long, big head. No, long time no speak. That might come hey, in a stranger, month or so. Hey, hey, big head. Right. However long this little thing, whatever <laughs> this is, comes, like, happens, at the end of the day, you're still in his phone, right? Yeah. Because unless he's with, like, he goes, he chills with her, he, like, unless they get into a serious relationship and get married or whatever, if they see each other for six months and then he's just not feeling like going on another app, but he knows 
He remembers that you're in his phone. He might hit you up. If he follows you on Instagram, even better because he's always kept an eye on you. Yeah. It's called, it's not It's not the ghost, it's the phantom. Mm -hmm. It's the one who keeps watching, but he never says nothing. Right? And then that first time you get that like like in your stories, you get the little heart eyes, the fire. You be like, ooh, look who's back. Right? The hundred. All of it. I didn't realize he was still following right. me. So don't take it personal. Don't take it like there's something wrong with you. It could easily be he had options open. To me, what it sounds like is you didn't. Because if you had options open, you wouldn't even be pressed about this. Because you would be like, Either I mean, you didn't have options. Yeah. Or he's the one that you're feeling more yes, of your he options. he was the number one. And yep. you're like, damn, my number one yeah. from these options yeah. is no longer an option. Yep. Because yep. he took himself out of the game. Yep. I do agree with Catherine. Um, I the only thing is like I don't I don't I don't think you should take it personal, but I do think you should move on. To me yeah. personally, like if somebody ain't giving you attention, why are you wasting your energy on this person? Why you look? Because it makes you look mad thirsty. Mad thirsty. If you're sitting around wondering why somebody's ghosting you, I mean, like, they don't know that you're. They don't. Know they don't you're know being it. Thirsty. But for your own psyche, it's like, why are you so thirsty for this person's attention if they're not respecting you enough to give you time? Hmm. Why are you wasting your time even being concerned with it? Why are you pressed about it? Yeah. Like, why are you even thinking about? I get it. Maybe think about it for the first like week because you are like damn especially like, when you like chilling with somebody it's like damn and son. if we was talking for because i'm gonna assume if we chilled three times minimum we talked for at least two weeks yeah minimum because it could be max three yeah it could be max a month it depends on how far apart these three times were yeah but minimum two weeks because it's very rare when you meet somebody and then in the same week you talk and see them two two or three times yeah so two weeks two weeks is enough time to, and this sounds weird, but two weeks is enough time to get used to somebody. Yeah. Right? Even if it's just a text. So I could see why by week three. Especially with how decisive women can be with certain exactly. men where it's like, I like this dude. Exactly. It's not like I like dudes like this. It's like I like this, this specific guy. I had a good time. Yeah. She clearly had a good time that she went out with you more than once. So I see why she feels the way she does. The thing is, um, I would I also have other questions. Did y'all get, did y'all kiss? Yeah, did, was, did get you guys physical? get physical? Is this why you caught up? Yup, did you Did you actually have sex? Like, yeah. those change the game. Because it could easily be he got the cookie and he's out. Yeah. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying it could be that. If, that, if the answer is yes to that, that should even make it easier for you to, like, be like, no, he's ghosting me because of this. Because it's very likely that was his goal. Yeah. If none of that happened, maybe a kiss, maybe... You know what I mean? Like maybe something very innocent. Mm -hmm. I could even that to me, I might like harp on a little bit longer. Where I'd be like, "Damn!" Like, but we didn't even go past the kiss, Gina. Yeah. I think at that point, but as I get as I get older, you get more realistic with things. Cause I did go on a on one or two dates with a guy once. I I don't know how many, and we kissed once. The kiss was decent, but there was a part of me that knew this ain't going nowhere. Yeah. I knew it. I would have slightly liked it. I just would have liked to see what would have continued. But yeah. when when it just didn't, I wasn't upset because I was like, I kind of knew. Here's the thing. He became a phantom. To this day, he's still in my stories. Are you still watching, boo? You still watching. But you still watching what I'm doing, though. Yes. Do I watch yours? Cuando me da la gana. Yeah. When I'm bored. Mm-hmm. 
And here's the thing. You should feel you should feel flattered. I don't watch your stories because it even showed up on my stuff. Sometimes I might take a glance at who was watching my stories, and then I see your face, and then I see that little red circle around it and go, what you doing? Yeah, let me see what you're doing. Let Since you're watching on. what I'm doing. And it's been a few weeks. I don't know how you're doing. How are you yeah. doing? Happy 2020. Let me see what you're yeah. doing. Happy 2020. Who's this hoe? No, I don't care about <laughs> none of that. I just, what you're doing? Because that's also my way of reminding you. Man, you, you don't know. care if somebody ghosted you and then you see him with some other hoe? Nope. No. I definitely well, care. I'm not, not even going to lie. Not, not I, after a while. Not after a while, nah. but like... If I'm ghosted and I see you chilling with another chick. No, if anything, it answers it for me. Or if somebody, like, if I feel like I got played. Yeah. There was one time in my singlehood where the first guy I officially liked. Yeah. Like, played me, played me. Okay. So. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Long story short. (laughs) I met this guy after a show one time. And I really liked his vibe. I thought he was super cool. We went out for coffee, like, two days after that, right? He kissed me at coffee. Like, G move like it was yeah. it was done very well it was done very smooth right we got a couple times over like the course of like two weeks three weeks whatever mm-hmm. we end up hooking up yeah drops off the face of the planet right like I don't know where this man has gone has disappeared Sheesh. mind you the hookup was whack 100% bueno. was whack. 100% I don't know if he was embarrassed whatever the hookup was the wackest like he, it was whack it was terrible he was probably but i liked him so i was like all you right, were well, gonna was, give him another chance yeah i was like i'll give you a chance to redeem yourself son because i was i mean that was whackness incarnate like it was bad like fast forward like two weeks after that right okay two or three weeks i don't know i was on tour <laughs> i was you know living my boss life i get a text from this man uh-huh this is after we haven't spoken. Like, I've been completely ghosted, disappeared, like, yeah. for about three weeks. You accepted it at this Yeah, point. I was like, all right, he's trash, whatever. You know, I liked him. That was unfortunate because he was the first guy I actually liked in my, like, dating world. Mm-hmm. He hits me up on some, hey, I-, I know you're probably pissed at me because you haven't heard from me, but I've been going through a couple things and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> and I texted him back. I was like, you know what? It's okay if you're going through some things, but the least you could have done was let me know that before you disappeared. I mm-hmm. said, it's as much as a text message. I have stuff to take care of. I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. Right. I would have understood that. I said, but you just disappeared. And I was like, and that I don't have time for. This dude was so delusional. After I sent him that message, he's like, well, we should get together when you get back to New York. And I'm like, son. <laughs> are you not i was like nah i'm good are you not getting the curve yeah like i'm good son i'm good like i think like a month after that he was following me on on social media in some way as he so his joint came up and he was dating this girl uh-huh. and i was like oh word girl just because not because i had any like real feelings about it but i was like oh word it's just you know how you just be like i don't want you to be happy son <laughs> like you so trash i don't want you to be happy I'm like not... you don't deserve that happiness so son silly but then i was like you know what <laughs> whatever like that's that's his thing like that's his thing like i was only annoyed because of how i got played yeah because it was one of those things where it was like oh we hooked up and then you disappeared it's like this is some baby stuff like yeah. i can't deal with that and then he ends up with a woman and like, then he had this whole GoFundMe campaign because he lost two teeth. And I was like, oh. <laughs> he lost like two teeth and couldn't afford to pay for it. So he had a GoFundMe and I was like, <laughs> that, 
te salvaste. I know, yo, son. Yo. I know. I know yo. that was the good Lord being like, nah, this ain't for you, not boo. Not for you. It's not, not for, for you. you. This is not the path. This is not the path no, I, for you. I had a guy who I um, met years ago. Jeez. Um, like I said, we, we hooked. We, no, we never hooked up, actually. I think we might have, like, kissed. Yeah. Um, years ago. I want to say when I was, like, in my early, early 20s. Actually met him around here at a bar called Bourbon Street that no longer exists. Um, and this is one this is a two two part story because this is the first time I ever appro- approached a guy confidently mm. ever in my life. And the way I approached him was I, I just went up to him and was I was like, um, yo, what's your ethnicity? And he was like, What? And I was like, I'm just curious, like your face is very interesting. And he was like I'm, Catherine with the G lines, yo. Your face is interesting. Your face is interesting, and then he was like, "I'm Puerto Rican," and I think he said something else. He, I don't remember what the other thing was, and he said, "I'm Puerto Rican and blah." And I was like, "Oh, what's your name?" And he was like, "Victor," and I was like, "Oh, now he knows if he listens. Yeah. Now you know. Now you know it's you, Victor." But he knew from the story. He was like, "Victor," and I was like, "Okay." nice to meet you Victor and I walked away that was it I didn't say anything else I just spent the rest of the time I went back to my sister I just chilled over there this man watched me the rest of the night and he came over probably like 45 minutes later and he was like really no but what's your name and I that's exactly what I wanted and I was like my name is Catherine and he was like so Catherine can I get your number and I was like no but I can get yours Oh, you a G, <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> Catherine been a G. <laughs> Catherine been a G since back in the day, son. She's been G in these dudes. But hold on, hold on. So that, that started off well. We went on a few days. It was great. Um, But this is the one that I knew that he had also been seeing another girl. Yeah. But I didn't take it personal because... You know, I'm not, we're not exclusive. So, okay, we had gone on a few dates, and I guess here's where you got to take your L. You got to learn how to take your loss. He was really cool. He was really nice. And yeah. he eventually ended up, He, I wouldn't say he ghosted me because I think that in those days, it wasn't called ghosting. He just, he he weaned off. Like, he just, yeah. you know what I mean? It was like a slow he just fell back. Yeah, that's all it was. And he started dating her. But it took a little minute because, mind you, this is Facebook days. So he took a little minute before he started posting a picture of her. Yeah, yeah. And then eventually I saw the picture of her. Because out of respect, he was like, uh, I don't I don't, I don't even know if he was respecting me. You don't I think just, so? You don't no, think it was like, uh. I don't think it was about me. I think for him, he just wasn't making it full official for her. Yeah. Like, I think he had already chosen her over the other girls, but not made it full, full official yeah. and put her up. To this day, they are married. Oh, To this see? day, they're together. <laughs> but Victor has slid up into my DMs. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Till this day, Victor's still in them DMs, now, though. I'm just saying, in the last year or so, I might have gotten a, a DM, DM. Because it, it, all, it will always come back to, I don't, I'm not going to give you mine, but I'll take yours. It will always come yeah. back to that. Yeah. So, ladies, don't give your number. Ask him yes. for his. Take their number. But I'm going to give you my logic. Because he... Wasn't the first, he wasn't the last one I did it to. Of course not. Of course not. Because once it worked once, I was like, <laughs> but I did have the second person I did it to, not the approaching him, but the number thing, um, say to me, how do I know you're going to contact me? And I said, you don't. 
And he was like, so then why give it to you? And I said, I'm going to explain why. All right. So you just spent the whole night here, and I'm pretty sure you've bagged another number. I would assume, right? You cute. I would assume. Because whether he did or didn't, I just told you you cute, yeah. so you're going to lie to me. You bagged another number. All right. That means you're probably going to hit up tonight. If not, you're going to hit up tomorrow. You're going to have a good conversation. And that's cool. That's the game. That's what we're doing here. You don't, you're going to do that until you get bored. And then one day you're just going to be sitting there bored. It might be this Thursday. And randomly in the middle of the day, you get a what up from me. And from here to then, you're going to be thinking about when you get that what up. And he was like, interesting. And I was like, so you can put your number in my phone if you want. And he was like, I'm actually into that. Thank you. And it worked for years. This is Catherine clowning dudes. For years. She's been running these dudes. But let me ask you, is that not, why wouldn't he, because the thing is, at the end of the day, yeah, I could ignore you. If I could give you my number. You could hit me up. And then you could, I could ignore you after that. Mm-hmm. Right? But if you, if you, if I took your number and I made the effort to hit you up, I just told you straight up, I'm interested. Yeah. You don't got to wonder if I'm going to reply back because I, I hit you up first. Yeah. Now all you got to wonder is if you ever hear from me again. But here's the beauty. You're going to wake up tomorrow, be fucking hungover and forget about me entirely. You're not going to remember about me until the day that I hit you up. And, and it won't be. I never took longer than three days. Three to four. Yeah. And then I just The appropriate like, waiting time yeah, is three to four hey, days. Hey, how you doing? And they'd be like, yo, who's this? Yo, and then we I'll met say, and blah, blah, blah. It's Catherine. I told you I hit you up. Oh, hey. There you go. And I just left You're my... You're welcome. I left my impression over all those girls that gave you their number. Because I did it different. That was the game. That was the game in so the was 20s. Just Catherine in 101. In my 20s, yeah. Now I'd be like, why? Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sir. Me, me give you my number, right. son? I don't, I don't have a number. You got a phone in your hand. It doesn't have a number. I'll give you my email, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you could email me no i stopped it the day that i told the guy um let me get your number and then he was like all right so he took my phone he puts his number in and then he pressed call <laughs> and i was like really wow <laughs> he g'd you back he with did, his he own did, g did, did, catherine thought she had it in the bag and he g'd you it, back it son. worked for a good five years and then i was and like then people got up on game yo, it was like yo that's cat she yo, asked for yo, your number you have somebody was like if you ever meet a girl and she says this to you he and he finally met me he was like i know what i'm gonna do press call and i was like you were dozed. Somebody dozed you. They got me. They got, they I got got. I got, got, got. You got got, 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 Yeah. And then I let it go. I retired it. Yeah. You were like, all right, that's it. The game is over, son. <laughs> I never had any game. Like, if you didn't hit on me, there was a wrap. Oh, I what? never, like, I would never, I would never go up to a dude. I would never. But I was always too shy. Like, even if I liked you, like, I was always too shy. You really had to hit on me. We well, see, I'm shy, but I'm curious. So when I genuinely wasn't trying to hit on him when I said, what ethnicity are you? I was just curious, what ethnicity are you? I, yeah. That's why I walked away. I didn't even start it as like a game. Yeah. I was really curious. Did I think he was cute? Yeah. But did I see he was with somebody? He was with a guy, he, his brother, which I found out later. He was with somebody. Yeah. And they were watching the game. 
Yeah, so, so I'm not trying to talk to you, distract you. Like I'm just curious. Yeah. Do I think you're cute? Of course. But doesn't my, it doesn't bother me because I'm with my friends. Yeah. It wasn't until he started looking at me that I realized I threw the G on him. Yeah. That's when I, but I didn't do it on purpose, so I don't do it often. Yeah. But I, it also gave me so much confidence because I realized I could. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is true. This is Catherine G101. We Look, shall move on to the Dear Gina now. Dear I'm being so Gina. responsible with time on this one. <laughs> <laughs> we really are. I'm like, I'm trying to get everybody out here at a decent time right now. Because I know we get, we get to going. Oh, this is one I think we've both been through. Uh, Dear Gina, I'm in L.A. and my boyfriend is in New York. Mm. This long distance thing is killing us, but none of us are ready to move for the other. Have you ever been in a long distance thing? If so, how did you make it work? Uh, mm. Fact I have. Mm. Uh, my relationship with my husband was the only long distance relationship I ever was in. Mm. Um, I never wanted to do long distance. I always considered myself too needy of a person, which is weird because I don't think I come across needy in relationships. But um, I like having that person close to me. Yeah. And I think when I first met my husband, my first thought was like, he's in Indiana. I'm in New York. Like, how on earth? Are we ever going to make this work? Like, I've just met this great guy. I have no idea what's going to happen here. Mm -hmm. um, we were, in the beginning when we first met, our contact was limited probably because, probably more on his end, because I tend to be a very open book type person. Yeah. Which I think even scared him in the beginning until I clarified that just because I'm an open book type person does not mean that I'm trying to marry you right now. Right. It means that I am in my 30s yeah. and do not have time to play a character yeah this is officially me because this is what you're going to get in a relationship so if you want to take this to relationship i am not fronting on you like i'm somebody else yeah I, that was 20 year old you know that was me in another life that was the game that was the game and now it's like no i'm very comfortable in my skin and you need to know who i am from jump yeah i'm not wasting my time no and so in the beginning our contact was probably limited on his end more so than my end and then as we really got into it and really liked each other, we were just in constant communication, like constantly messaging each other, constantly calling each other, video chatting with each other when we can. You know, he was working on cruise ships more than I was at the time, or we'd both be on cruise ships sometimes in two different ships and yeah. just trying to stay in contact with each other. And it was difficult. I'm not going to lie. It was difficult. It would make me sad sometimes, but I knew in the long haul, this was what I wanted. So, right we would just figure it out. Like if I had to fly out to Indiana, I would fly out to Indiana. Now, the fact that you guys don't want to move for each other will eventually become a problem. That's this is, a sign. Yeah, this is a long distance thing. One of the first things me and my husband talked about was who was going to live where as soon as we got serious enough. Yep. And I mean, the beautiful thing and the blessing about my husband is that he was all about wherever I need to be for my career. He was like, that's where we're going to be. You got to be in New York, we'll be in New York. He prioritized. Yeah. Yeah. He prioritized our relationship and he was able to realize that my work is really dependent on what market I'm in. Like I can't just move to some podunk town and still be a comic that's making right. money, that's bringing in money. Right. You know, it's that's a difficult, constantly traveling life. Right. Whereas at least if I'm in New York, I can make some money here as a comic. I can make some money in L.A. as a comic and not have to be on the road as much. Right. And so the fact that he was conscious of that, like just there's there's. That kind of bothers me about this where it's like none of y'all are willing to move for the other. Yep. Like how much effort are you really putting into this, man? Mm -hmm. Well, I, I don't know. This is hard because 
I can say I've been, you know, similar. I've been um, in this situation. I had moved to L.A. for a few months. um, And at the time I was in my former relationship and he was in New York. Um, Now, mind you, I had gone to L.A. for a pretty decent opportunity when I was at um, BuzzFeed. Yeah. And this was a few years ago. Um, Yeah. So it was also at the height of like. If anybody knows what BuzzFeed is, then it was at the height of that. So getting that opportunity was not a you turn it down situation. It yeah. was like, no, you go. You go. If you want to make a career out of what you're going to do, you go. So I had to go. Um, and we both knew that. Now, mind you, anybody who's listened knows that that situation, that entire relationship was toxic in itself. Yeah. But... Um, the way that that kind of worked out, you know, while we still believed that it would work, right? Um, there was a point where he actually came out um, and he interviewed in L.A. for a job because he works. Um, I don't know if he currently works, but he worked for the city of New York. And so he was started looking for city jobs in L.A. Mm-hmm. And he made that effort, not because his career mattered less than mine but because his career was more transferable than mine mine needed the opportunity out there and at the time i wasn't finding the opportunities out here right and so it really became a conversation where it wasn't like i need somebody to like follow me but yeah in relationships there are um there are moments where one person needs more than the other in regards to what they're pursuing in my opinion, mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe, unfortunately, maybe both of them are at the height of their careers at the same time. And that's why neither one of them is willing to move. Yeah. That could be happening. And neither one of you is wrong for that. So at that point, you need to come up with a plan. Like, what is the plan? Okay, so how long are we going to do this before? Like, is one of us working? Like, if you both are working at, like, the, the, the height of whatever your industries are. Is one of us eventually making a plan where it's like, well, I'm going to try to get to this level. And then once I get to this level, I can apply for a specific job in this city. Mm-hmm. At some point, you need to decide that. I don't care who it is. At some point, if this becomes a situation of like, I can be super arrogant about like, I'm a New Yorker and I want to live in New York. So it could be something like that. If this becomes, a, I just don't want to live in. Yeah. I'm sorry, no matter how much you love each other, that is never going to change. And even if the person ends up moving or whomever ends up moving, somebody's going to resent it. Yeah. Sometimes people end relationships because you don't want the same things. And sometimes that want isn't each other and the love. Sometimes it's the other wants. Family, kids, marriage, where you live. Sometimes it's those wants. And to me, this sounds like it's that one. Ultimately... Me and my situation, we ended up, um, I did end up coming back to New York. I Mm -hmm. I was very fortunate enough to um, have moved from the L.A. office to the New York office. But we ended up breaking up anyways, right? Mm. So it didn't matter. Actually, we got stronger in our distance because he, um, (laughs) this is how I knew, I, I knew we shouldn't have been together. We got stronger in the distance because the distance allowed for no fights. Mm. And it just was, it really was like I was out there just doing what I was doing. And he was out here doing what he was doing. Yeah. But then when we were in proximity of each other, all the like fights that had happened in the past have remembered. But that's not this woman's or man's situation. I don't know who it is. Yeah. But I will say that it doesn't, 
if this is such a factor of like who moves and who's not, you have to ask yourself, is it that you're just both being stubborn? Mm -hmm. Or is it that maybe you both knew there was going to be an end, but you didn't know what it was? Yeah. And this may be it. You know what I mean? It's time to step back and reevaluate your relationship. So, and this is not about other people. This is not no. about belittling the love or whatever it is that's keeping you together. This is, or, I mean, I would even say this. I mean, have you, you, you may have um, visited, right? Mm -hmm. Whether whoever, I don't know who moved where. Because yeah. maybe they're both from L.A. and they moved to New York, blah, blah, blah. Maybe one of them has, moved, has, has visited for a week or so. Mm -hmm. No. Maybe one of you, whoever has the better vacation time, needs to take a month, mm -hmm. needs to go out to the other one. And then the second one after that needs to take a month, needs to come out to the other one. Experience some, life on those coasts and have, see. Right. Have some real conversations and yeah. don't do the fucking touristy shit. Yeah. Don't do that. No. Do every, let the person explore by themselves. Mm -hmm. If you can't drive in LA, let them take the public transportation. I know. No, I'm saying they need to experience it. If, if they're the, going to live in that city. If they can drive, yeah. or at least one of them can drive, drive them to whatever destination they were going to go to, but don't make it a touristy destination. Yeah. So if they're going to um an interview, drive them to the interview. Really, almost live that month as you would if, if you, you lived, lived together. Yep. Really see what that is like. And then come to the honest answer about what's going on. Because long distance, it's not about whether it works or it doesn't work. It just has a time limit. It does. Well, it has I mean, to. If nobody's making the effort, it's not going to work. Exactly. So it's like one of y'all has to decide. Yep. Or both. Or both. Yeah. You sit down and you have a discussion of where it's, where it's going. Yeah. And who's going to do what. Yeah. So... Hope that helps. Yep. Uh, Catherine, tell the lovely people where they can find you. Um, peoples, you can find me on Instagram. It is at Catherine G. Mendoza. That's at K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E G dot M-E-N-D-O-Z-A. And then on Twitter, um, I ramble a lot on Twitter. <laughs> I will tell you, now that I'm active on Twitter, my Instagram is one part of my personality. Twitter, Whole a different, different part one. of Catherine. Um, probably closer to who you hear here. Yeah. Uh, so my Twitter is at Kathy Grace two four. That is at K A T H I E G R A C E two four. Hey, you guys know you can catch me on the gram fam at G Brione. The website is ginabrione.com or dot net because ballin'. So Check that out to pick up my t-shirts, which say hoser people too, because they are. Because they are. Uh, also, I have a HBO special out called Easily Offended. You can check out now. And I have an Amazon special coming out that is an hour long this spring. And more information will uh, be out to you guys as soon as I get it. We do have an update for you, though. We are taking a brief hiatus from the podcast, but don't worry. We will be back in late February while I spend my time, you know, baby planning along with our sad departure from our current podcast studio stand up labs shout out to stand up labs for letting us record here yep. and for uh letting us have matt our, our sound guy matt um who is who has been great and it's been wonderful here yep but you know things change we got to move on but just wanted to let you guys know uh once again we will return in late february with mess in progress dose season in dose 
We love you all and please, please watch. I'm already talking like a mom. <laughs> we love you all and please watch for our relaunch. Uh, we'll give our relaunch dates on our IG pages, either at Mess in Progress Podcast or my page at G Brion or Kat's page at Catherine G Mendoza on IG. So be on the lookout. Uh, I always like to end the show with a piece of advice my mom gives me to this day, which is when life throws a lot at you, handle it one catastrophe at a time, people. Until next time, deuces! Do it like that. Yeah. You the kind of chick that's ready to fight back. Yeah. Looks damn good, but really she type bad. Mm-hmm. Go to sleep, I call him a night cat. Born killer, you a born killer. Mm. Go on, get him. Go on, go on, get him. Mm.